Welcome to the Ashenden Anemometers Weathering the Storm series as at the 8th of May 2020. I know, I know it's two days late. Sorry. I wasn't counting. I hope you weren't either, really. Here is a short travelogue written in 1989 from when I joined the Royal and Ancient Polar Bear Society Hammerfest and had what seemed like a ton of ice stuffed down my back at 66.5 degrees north. And you, madam, at the back, quite right to interrupt. It wasn't necessarily in that order. OK, right. Taking seasickness pills? That's seasickness pills. Very good. Right, we'll push off then. A coffin, hessian wrapped, a touring bike and assorted bags of cement are being stacked alongside my cases in the narrowest of loading areas. A car is craned over my head. Every space of this diminutive, hard-working ferry filled, the coffin included. Strange I should travel so far for a break from work to be confronted with my daily stable. Welcome aboard the Hertie Grotens Harald the Jarl. You are? From inside a cupboard, separated by a fold-down flap, a very fresh-faced girl hails me. She looks all of fifteen, in complete contrast to her very worn old uniform. Uh, Phillips! I step closer. I see the safety pins perfunctorily holding her overtight uniform in place. Mr Phillips, you are a hero already. She looks up and down a long printout. I look her and her aged cupboard up and down. By her head, bright new digital dials dance with changing numbers and radio equipment dangles coil-like judges' wigs. On the back of the open door, posters display radio safety procedures and also officer's insignia. Her well-worn sleeves indicate she is actually the ship's radio officer, second class, and whoever held this position before her was smaller. You are John Phillips from Northampton. Uh, Richard Phillips, I correct, from Kettering, Northamptonshire. Uh, this has not happened to me before. We have two Phillips, uh, similar addresses. I have given your cabin already. You are related? No, not to my knowledge. Eh, no matter. I can give you this cabin bigger instead. A bigger cabin? Oh, that's a bonus. She raises the flap, pirouettes round and lowers it in one clean action. Follow me. Her gaze fixes forward. Thank goodness, says I. I thought I was going to have to swim. Swim? Yes, swim alongside. Uh, no, it is forbidden. The water is too cold. You will die. Confidence, Harridan qualities and the ability to focus suggest someone who will soon outgrow her insignia. I follow her for less than a hundred paces, during which we change decks twice, 
go through the cafe bar area, back outside, past the forbidden entrance to the engine room, and eventually squeeze past the hessian-covered longbox now laying in the companionway by a rear-situated cabin where, militaristically, we halt. She demonstrates the unlocking. The door is stiff. You need to push hard. Then, breathing in, she shoulders the door and holds it back with her arm, allowing me past. Just wonderful wood panelling encases me. Bigger than, run my thoughts. But I'm distracted by the elongated holes straining around her uniform safety pins. Oh, further delays could become crucial. Retrieving the keys from her outstretched arm, I slip between hand basin and bunk. She exhales. Her stance and uniform return to at ease. Do you have any questions? Um, just a request, really. She makes a Spock-like eyebrow. The words, hurry up, in Norwegian, writ on her forehead, do not require translation. Uh, I notice you are the uh, ship Sparks. I'm a licensed radio operator. Uh, I do Morse, uh, amateur radio, uh, and would like to see your radio station. Ah, Sparks, uh, yes, I know this word. Her eyes roll up a little. Well, a lot, actually. The word anorak in Norwegian now telegraphed clearly across her brow. Being the same word in English, I understand completely. You have seen it already. You were there. It is very compact and modern, yes. Not like in the old time when you had to learn Morse. True, I proffer, feeling ever so slightly put in my place. Well, quite a lot, actually. Is that all? Said so clearly, I understand my contact time is up. Uh, yes. She notices my gaze fall overlong on the oblong box, showing a glint of its familiar polish through a fray in the hessian wrap. It is leaving us at Allison tomorrow. You will not be inconvenienced. Uh, don't worry on my account. I feel quite at home. The puzzled, frowning squint reveals her summary of me as she sidles back past the obstacle and turns out of sight, leaving me and my travelling companion to our wood-panelled experiences en route to Erlesund. Oh, well, I hope you enjoyed that. It's bye for now. From me, Richard Phillips. Cheerio! <laughs>